Here in America, work is in trouble. We've offshored our manufacturing, sent away good jobs, and lost so much ability to make things. American Giant is a company that's pushing back against this tide. They make high-quality clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, promo code STAPLE20. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A Haunting 2005 Lake Club Horror In the well, this well, there is a real evil, darkest shadows in most always places. They are the true stories of innocent and unimaginable. The late club every night is full of life. When the music ends, the crowd go home. It's as cold as a crypt. Angry ghosts stalks employees. The walls that won them about to die. Between the wells we see, the things we fear, there are doors. When they are open, nightmares become reality. For decades, the late club in Springfield Alliance served as a wait station for gamblers and musicians. Not all of them were simply passing through. For one soul, the late club was a trap, and death was just the beginning. Zara Wells, in summer 1974, late club owners Philip Dean and Tony Bernardo showed the club to a prospective renter named Bill Carmine. Hi Bill, nice to meet you. I had a corruption business with my dad and brother due to emergency crunch. The business failed. We need, we kind of pulled our money together and started looking for something we could invest in. When we found out that the, that the old late club was out for grabs, Bill, I don't know if we mentioned this or not, but you know we had some outstanding entertainment here. Mm-hmm. And ever strilled, the police fires opened. First opened in 1941. Here, legendary magicians like Nat King Cole and Ellen Fitzgerald played crowds up to 1,000 the guests. The club has been closed in the past six years, but the owners have taken good care of their property. All right, Bill, take care. Call me later. I will. Let me know your. Or let me show you the bar. Sure, we'll walk around. The whole place is ready to go. I mean, turn on the lights. We can come in. The glasses are all there. The chairs were all there. It's almost like a turnkey. Walk in and walk open up. I show you the rest of the place. Okay, all beneath the very open nightclub is liquor license and a band. Right down here is a mechanical room. And down the hall is your office. Laughter. Philip Dean he finalizes the deal in the back office. There you go. Yes, sir. Billness is a hole in the ceiling. What have we got here? What is that? What's that? What's that here? A water leak or something? Does he can fix that? Can't you? Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good as new, no problem. Couple of days, good as new. Dean quickly assures him, the caretaker does need to fix the problem, all right? All right. Every day, Bill spends long hours alone in the club, getting them ready for night business. One afternoon, music, P- 
piano music playing. I can hear the piano playing in the back. Piano music continues. Hello? Piano music continues. Anyone up there? Piano music continues. Music. Piano music stops. Is anybody? Is there nobody there? I heard of that phone. Piano. I felt a little chill. Upbeat jazz music plays. Like you're walking down a dark street sometimes. A dog runs out. And you bark so you can't get that hair on the back of your neck. Get that back hair by the back of the neck. And you're feeling needles all over your body. Is anyone in there? Bill searches the building but finds no one. The back of my mind. I keep wondering, did I really hear piano playing? Can't explain it, so I just shrugged it off. In the fall of 1974, the late club opens under the management. Bill Coleman. Oh, when the other world finally goes, go out. We opened the doors that night. We were just completely overwhelmed. They drank us out of beer. We were out of booze. We ran out of ice. We made it through the first night. and got a little better prepared for the second night. And it just kept on going like that for a while. Bill quickly realised he can't run the club by himself. He turns to the magician, Tom Brasco. Here's $650. First you guys... First you guys... Buy you guys a drink. I first become involved in the late club when my band was hired here. I met one of the owners and become friends. It's not so good a job. We got the rapport guy with each other. I asked him if he wanted to invest. I want to, you to come in, maybe. Manage the place. It's an interesting scenario. So I jumped in on it. Hey, I want you to welcome everyone to the late club. I'd like to introduce you all to you. We've got some different entertainment in here. Place is great. I'll beat jazz music plays. Thought it was great. Everyone got along good. Had a good entertainment, good audience. Everyone enjoyed themselves. It was a fine place to be. I felt I couldn't get wait to get the, get to it every night. Surprise, surprise. Out hours the managers could hold however parties for friends, employees. Over time co workers become like family. Should I be afraid? For waitresses Barbara Lamb. It seems a perfect working environment. I started working at a light club by twenty one and a half. And I'm very young and very naive, not in a way any way a shape or form prepared for us will come in the future. Instant conversation laughs. Do you see that one girl? Instant conversation sighs. Sells loudly land as they're suddenly surrounded by this this cold chill. The drafty cold. I would go I would just go right through you and just engulf your whole body. Tom assumes he's neglected to turn off one of the air conditioning units. In the basement, raspy moan, sighs, all right, raspy moan. It's like someone was right behind you. Just very frightening, very frightening, raspy moan, raspy breath. One night after closing, Tony Moresco has a frightening feeling that he's not alone. I'm going to be extremely scared, running out of the place. I left the lights and air conditioner running, breathing heavily. Is it something you've kind of tried to rationalise? It's not happening when it ha- it's happening. All right, I've got to get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. All right. Tom decides not to tell anyone about the experience. I thought that sometimes you tell people these stories, look at you like you're a bit crazy. I just opted to keep it to myself. I see what happened. How about the G- upbeat jazz music plays? Later, Bill tells Tom he's had some strange experiences inside the club. Are you sure you didn't see anyone? There was no one in there. I walked in there. The piano covers down. I walked around all over the place. There was nobody there, man. 
I think the scariest thing was the unknown part about it. You didn't know what was happening, or whom, or what it was. You can't let anyone know about this. All right, all right, bad for business. Tom and Bill didn't want to frighten employees or patrons. Guys, I need a broom. Really don't want the word to leak out. Otherwise, people don't want want to come and and come out come and out to business. For weeks, Tom and Bill didn't experience anything unusual. Hey, Tom, you got me to do me a favour. Yeah, what? I've got an important meeting. You know what I mean? Laugh. Do you mean a favour? Can you finish doing the money and then carry the carbon receipts, the books and all that? No problem. All right, man, I'll see you tomorrow. One night after business hours. Laughter in sync conversations. You can hear it like a din of people talking in sync conversations. You couldn't make out what, what they were saying. You could hear a conversation going on. I started carrying a rosary. Because of being Catholic, I thought it would protect me against my b- evil or bad things are going on in there. Instinct conversations. Hello, anyone? Here, there. Instinct conversations. Anyone in there? Laughter. Instinct conversations. Hello. Hi. Was we breath? That morning I came to get a s- set up. The next night, there is all the cash still on the table. The safe still open. Man. Whoa. Jeez. Sorry. You scared the hell out of me. Sighs. Going on. What happened in here? Look, I know, I know what it looks like. Look, something really crazy. Look, look re- something really crazy last night. What is it? I walked down the hall, looking everywhere for something. I couldn't see anybody. Nobody was around, and someone was there. He said it was just scared. It was there. He said it was just scared the hell out of me. He said he didn't re- really remember running out of there and leaving the money. He only just knew he wanted to get out of there. In each conversation, the stranger events became more frequent. The two managers shared experiences with trusted employees like Barbara Land. All of us, Bill and Tom, would talk about different small things that had happened. We didn't want, didn't really, didn't want to believe there's really a ghost there. There's something fun to talk about and something fun to laugh about, but didn't really truly believe. One day before the club opens for business, you hear that? We hear two and trombone playing the back. It was off earlier. It was off earlier for the band to be here. Didn't hear anyone come through. But we convinced that someone must have left the band to practice. We heard later. Band arrived. Hey you, you're a trombone player, right? I said. I said to trombone player, did you leave the, and come back? No, that wasn't me. I heard you playing about an hour ago in the practice room. You were pretty good. No, I don't think so. I just got here. He said I was never here. The band leader tells Barbara about that 30 minutes earlier. We were all in the restaurant eating dinner, sorry. Definitely wasn't me. Our instruments were locked in a van. Come on, we thought it was just a joke. We are just teasing. He said, I'm not kidding you. It was with us at supper. We started hearing the trombone. Bill and Bill, all the employees, started talking. Maybe there's something more going on in there here. Because we all go. These weird happenings, people were scared. The employees, the people didn't came in, didn't really know anything. What was going on? The employees, they were scared. Even some of the bands that came in started to feel there wasn't was something right with the place. They approached us about it. Everyone started talking. There was something strange going on here. Something going on. We've got to do something about it. Late owners, late club owners, and employees tried to keep the business running as usual. Got a nice place in here, man. Yeah, you think? Yeah, thank you. 
You booked for a lot of bands? Yeah, doing pretty well. One morning in Selfman visits the club. I guess you're pretty busy. So what I got here is an automatic track writing. I figure, well, okay, I'm going to let you do his spiel. Tell him it's uh, no. Very simple. It, 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 it has checks written. You don't have to worry about buying a checkbook planets and all that. Your managers can write the checks. It really makes a lot, a lot simpler. You don't have to worry about the bookkeeping later. It really, it really simplifies life. It makes his business run much smoother, easier. The bookkeepers scare the hell out of him. Oh, really? Sorry about that. Hey, I don't know. Uh, I beat music plays and violence the latest event. Convinces Bill he cannot ignore that being happy. We're wondering what measures we could should take. He didn't close the doors of business because he could, we've got problems here. So we were kind of between a rock and a hard place spot. On that particular night, we packed to the gills. There were no more people. We could, there were more people than we could shake a stick at. By the end of the way, we were going 90 miles an hour. Trying to keep up with everybody in the unbelievable. The 12 women waiting in line up there. I've got to go. Well, just go to my office. Go on, it's open. Just go ahead and use it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's not open. Come see me. I've got the keys. Okay, thanks. When I got back to the office, I was very, very uncomfortable. I was unsettled. I thought, oh, just a little nervous because I've been so busy. One of the owners gasped. They're going to die. They're going to die. Huh? At the late club, they're going to die. Waitress Barbara Land believes that she seen a ghost. Just stood there in a state of shock. Barbara, what's wrong? She was just, just in terror. Like Barbara, what's the matter? I tell I can't tell you. Can't tell you you're all right, what happened? She was just panicking, I told her. I said, Well, you know, got back in the office, sent it down. No, no, not going back in there. I'm never going back in there again. I told her, Go ahead and take the rest of the night off. She was in total terror. I had never seen her like that before. Okay, come on in. Take a seat, gosh, yeah. Why don't you give her? Why don't you give her? The next day, Barbara describes a man she saw in black back office. Tell us what happened. What is wrong? I went in there. He spoke to me. I see. I said, "Was he? Did he say?" He said, "I can't tell you. You can tell us. Why can't you tell me? I can't. I can't tell you. I can't. I know is they're gonna die. I can't. He can't help you out if you don't tell us what he said to you. We need to know. I made a decision not to tell Tom and Bill. That was very difficult." I was so scared I didn't want it to weigh on their minds. Bill decides to seek answers with some for someone who knows more than late club history. Pays a visit to Dusty's club's long time caretaker. Everything's good, right? No problems, okay? She was in the bathroom. She saw this guy, I mean a big guy. Bill gives him him Barbara's description of the ghost. About six foot two, big head, look big, long moustache. That sounds like Rudy. Remember the guy I was telling you about you about? Remember, Dusty says I sound like a former bartender named Rudy Craner. Rudy, you mean the guy who used to be bartender here? 
Yeah, he used to bartender here. Well, a picture. That's him right there. Yeah, look at that. Gives He gives Bill a group of photos. Take a photo with Rudy. He works for club. Show you to Barbara. Let her take a look at them. Trust me, everything's fine. You're doing a great job. Listen, it's all right. Bill takes a photo of the barber. I want to tell me. And he, he said, Do you recognize anyone? This is him. That's who. This is the man that I saw. The man that I saw at the office. That is him. KB explains to others. And Bill told him. Dusty told him. Crane worked at the club. All in the days when Philip Dean and Tony Bernardo ran the business. We were not in trouble here. He made a slim fortune and tipped well heeled patrons in the club's illegal casino. Here's the deal in December 1958. Please read the club and pearl the dent in Rudy's earnings. I took care of it. And tomorrow, take care of it. Take care of it. Financial stress from the following years gave me scrutinizing stomach ulcers. In 1986, Rudy was diagnosed with cancer. There's also rumours that he'd been accused of stealing money from the club. The years of financial troubles and financial pain, Rudy finally snapped. Sighs, breathing ease heavily, gunshot echoing. What was that noise echoing? A sound like gunshots echoing. Oh, echoing, get back, get back, everyone back. Don't come back this way, this is the guy that was in your office. Dusty said the Roman coroner was a Catholic. The Catholic himself, Tom is a fairy. Since suicide was the worst sin a Catholic could commit, he might be trapped between planes of life. You found out it was Rudy? He was the one penetrating all the stuff about here. He was getting violent. It scared me and Tom even more. I don't know. I don't know. Like the driver, violent way that he died might turn right around and use the violence on anyone, on somebody. I knew that I thought just scared the hell out of me. Calm down. It's okay. All right. All calm down. Bill is unaware that Barbara is harboring a terrible secret. Yes, I'm sure. Ruby's ghost told her and one of the club owners is going to die soon. Put a gunshot in his mouth. It blew his head right off. He's not alive, so laughter. His deep conversation has been real. Good night, carrying the secret, knowing that something was going to happen. Be careful. Really affected me. Just weighed so heavy on my heart because I've just adored Tom Bill so much. It's almost, it's almost more than I could comprehend. But lose even one of them. Hey, Bill. So unwell to this, Bill. What are you? Are you we going? So two ambitious business owners. The future looks grim. Be careful. See you later. Whenever Barbara hears Tom or Bill Kong close the club, he prays for their safety. Upbeat jazz music plays. Middle of busy weekend. Night. The caprice of the beat, beer taps suddenly loses pressure. All right, let's calm down. Got to go downstairs for a minute. Everything's all right. Bill goes to the basement to fix it. Wanna go down and give it a swift kick or get it working? Then when I went down the lights were off, all off down here. Raspberry moan, a sudden blast of compressed air. So the bill, raspberry moan, raspberry moan. Bill is convinced all the haunting is real. But he's embarrassed, disgusted with his landlord, Philip Dean. Here you are, go my friend. Thank you, thank you. All right. Okay, see you later. Oh good night. Yeah, I'll come by tomorrow again. Okay, good night, guys, thank you. Within weeks, Philip Dean suffered a fatal heart attack. Because of Rudy's warning, Barbara never know, doesn't know how to respond to the sudden death. I had sorrow for the family, but it was a such great relief, too, because it wasn't Bill or Tom. And that may sound cold or cruel, but that's how I felt it was like a relief. 
Barbara now feels it's safe to share the ghost of Rudy Calder. Calder told her, how are you feeling, she said. I can tell you that Rudy told me now. He said one of the owners is going to die. And that she was like, I was afraid to tell you because I thought it might be one of you two. God, that scared me. It still gives me the shakes. Tom and Bill, one of Greater Kuna, predicted Phil Dean's death, or the ghost did somehow cause his death. Did Ruby have something to do with it? Did he have enough energy that he stopped the owner's heart? With the supernatural energy, he did murder Phil Dean. Bill feels the same thing could happen to him. I thought maybe he's going to not going to draw the line at one owner. We knew that something had to be done, and Tom suggested getting a priest and blessing the place. But it's, I don't know, there's still some things going on. Tom asked an old high school classmate, Jill Dilly, for help. Dilly's a Roman Catholic priest. Tom asked him if he thinks an evil spirit could be haunting the club. I believe there's a spiritual realm. We don't understand. I do believe in Catholic. Catholic verse also teaches that spirits can communicate in different ways. We in America don't like to believe in these things. We're rational people. We're highly educated. This kind of belongs to superstitious. But I think it's far from superstitious. I think there's a reality here. Hi guys, this is Bill Coleman. Hi Bill. Want me to sh- want me to show you the rest of the place here? Well, go down this hallway here. Within seconds, eyes cold presence embraces fellow Badilly. Wait a minute. What is this? You can feel. You could feel expectation. It felt like someone had left a door open to walk to walk in freedom. He says you suddenly have something hairy. Big bad stuff. Yeah, I know. Creepy, very creepy. It's right up here. We'll all wait here. I'd like to walk the rest of the way alone. So I'm walking through the whole place on my own, from the bottom of my feet to the top of my head. I knew there's someone with me. I could feel it. I have sharp, rusty moaning. Boy Dilly returns to Lake Club. Two colleagues before my blessing. Hoping to put the spirit of Rudy Crandall to rest. So what are you going to do, Tom? What are you going to do? We're going to do go through the club, every room. We're going to bless them. What do you think? That way, that way. Thank you, Father. We sure do catch the spirit. They're going to die. They send him into the arms of the Lord. Could you? Chance, Father. You can lead us? Will yes I will. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in the day of battle. Saint Michael the Archangel protect us, defend us, protect us. But defend us in our battle with evil. Bed of battle will pray. That used a simple form of Saint Michael, the Archangel prayer. We believe that Saint Michael loose the battle, and we believe Saint Michael is powerful source for us. The Archangel defended us the day of the battle. For our slave guard against the wickedness of snares. The devil, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us the day of the battle. We are safeguard against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him. May you humbly pray. And do you, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the other evil spirits who wander through the world, seeking to ruin the souls. The divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in our day of battle. Be our safeguard. Three priests moved towards the back office, and Rudy Crane committed suicide, essentially the most dangerous area in the building. All the evil spirits may rebuke him. Saint Michael, defend us in our battle, fire him a battle. Be sky God may God rebuke him, gonna die. Defend us in our day of battle. Cast into hell, Satan, 
all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world at St. Michael defend us at our time of battle these prayers can make the spirit angry may God rebuke him we humbly pray then they get angry they don't know what they're going to do Father Diddy knows that angry spirits can sometimes take possession of living they can attach on the person that's in the room try to invade the body and take them under Father we have to leave this room he said now that we bless the place Let's get way back away from the building. And what the building's gonna blow up? He said we've got to it could possibly happen. That freaked us out. Father, we should pray now. Priest praying distinctly. By the divine power of God, cast us to hell, Satan. They wait outside for almost thirty minutes. When they go back then something has changed. When I got back into the club, I didn't feel cold chills, didn't feel the hair go up on the back of my neck. I felt very comfortable there. It was much more peaceful. Really? Yes, sir. The building just became very, very quiet. Our chorus is gone. Father, thank you. Father Diddy believes that Rudy has heard their prayers. Thank you, Father. Appreciate it. Rudy was stuck in time. He wanted people to know he's there. He didn't want to be forgotten. And I think that through our prayers, he was able to get let, let go of the earth and go where he was supposed to be. Blessing puts an end to paranormal activity. For popularity of the club begins to wane. I made it for about another six months and we had to close it down that thing I thought it'd be a big bright I thought it'd be big be in big bright lights I tell you hey listen another blessing I'll tell you much more at peace it was almost like that's okay until he really got rest I will be at peace it changed my release that there was an afterlife certainly that we don't know there's something we don't know about there's something that goes on after we die What's what's after what's ever left of us? Well, let you stay upstairs, okay? Tell you care, you know. All right. Before all this happened, I never believed in ghosts, but I'm believing now, and I don't care what people say. I know it happened. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments. Not minutes, like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL.